0: Hello, folks. Welcome to the Jock and Journal podcast. I'm Jay Clark from the Herald Sun, and with me is five time Collingwood best and fairest winner, All Australian Magpies captain, Scotty Pendlebury. How are you, mates? Very well, thanks, mate. How are you? It's good to see you. You've come in with a uh, really strange looking drink. Um, we might get to that in a second, but I'm pretty concerned because uh, last podcast you said basically you had a coffee addiction. I've think you've gone to something new there. Uh, We're going to get to that. A bit of other stuff later. We're going to talk about sledging in football. It happens a lot in other sports and it's fired up on the cricket field. Uh, Just recently, a bit of NBA. We want to challenge your man, your teammate, Adam Trelaw, because he's getting a bit lippy uh, on his podcast and talk about what's hot and what's not uh, in footy At the moment, mate. But you come in here two weeks ago, you had a bit of a limp up, you had tape all over yourself, a lot of speculation about you not playing round one because of your Achilles injury. And you play against the Bulldogs, mate, the number one stoppage team, the reigning Premier. You have 24 contested possessions out of 35. Scott, it was statistically your best ever game on Friday night. Was this Achilles stuff all a ruse? Or were you fired up for the reigning Premiers?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was fired up, obviously, for round one to get stuck in and um, no, my Achilles was sore post that Richmond game, but it um, was also an opportunity to freshen up before round one. So, um, yeah, so I think, you know, it was just uh, the game itself was an unbelievable game. It was high intensity, a lot of pressure. Um, I thought our Ruckman did you know, a great job in giving us midfielders first use. So, um, you know, the Bulldogs are still ad- adapting, I think, to that third man up rule because they used to jump a hell of a lot last year. And so you're saying they're
0: vulnerable in the ruck, Scotty, is uh, you saying?
1: I, I certainly think they are. They've got Tom Boyd and Clokey who who ruck for them who aren't known ruckmen, but they do do a lot of work around the ground. So sides so certainly can
0: take advantage of that. Now they can't send Bottom and Pally to, to jump. A year ago... Um mate. You hurt your rib. In fact, you broke your rib. You tried yep. to keep it. You and the club tried to keep it very quiet at the time. I remember you came into the Tigers round two, who you play this weekend, and your fair dinkum had a broken rib for a couple of weeks. And the Tigers clearly tried to target you. I saw them in the game. You still, somehow you played. Um, I'm not sure you could breathe properly. You were very modest at that time. It's a year on. How in the hell did you play last year with a broken rib for three weeks? Well, I think I was lucky. I actually, like I did break a rib against Sydney and um, it was up high,
1: sort of more where you, like people would probably think it's your chest or your sternum, so that's where I broke my a couple of ribs up there. Mm. Um, and the, all the Richmond boys targeted sort of like under my elbow, so I was hitting <laughs> like spots that were actually quite comfortable to hit. So I just sort of said, "Keep, keep whacking there. I can't feel anything anyway." So um, yeah, like injuries are part of the game, and everyone plays with them. You know, I'm sure there'd be a couple of players from every team that rolled ankles on the weekend. Yep. And they just get up, and you just get up. You find a way to play because
0: you know that. You can't let your teammates down this early in the season. But you were properly hurt. You were struggling to breathe. And that was quite painful, wasn't it? I imagine. I mean, I'm talking to Billy Davron, he said it was one of the toughest things. I don't want to blow wind up your backside, but he said it was one of the toughest things he's seen. How, how much pain were you in with that?
1: Um, well, originally, I didn't know what had happened. I was driving my car on the Tuesday and I went to turn right at a corner and I barely could turn right because I couldn't <laughs> get my arm up high. And I was just, it was actually well, was excruciating pain. And I rang the physios and said, I think something's wrong with my ribs or my chest here because I can barely turn my car, car around, I'm like an old grandma doing it a hundred times, hundred movements to turn the wheel. So, yep. yeah, we ended up um, – yeah, we got it sorted and, um, you know, the doc assured me you can't do any more damage and whatnot because of where it was. It was in a good spot. So, yeah, I played and played off half back for a week and then realised I couldn't play there. So back into the midfield <laughs> after that. So
0: was that because of the rib thing or that was a genuine tactical th- thing?
1: No, nah, it was because of the ribs, obviously. You're going to get yep. less less hits um, consistently if you're playing off half back opposed yep. to –
0: all the little of coppers and inside mid. Hey, um, this orange drink you're drinking, you said you were s- a six to eight coffee a day, man. I think it's either Fanta or you've gone rogue and totally changed your drinking. Uh, I have. What's, what's a, what is what's it? Well, this is turmeric, ginger, a
1: bit of honey, a bit of carrot um, and a tea. So it's high in anti-inflammatory, anti-inflammatory Gee, which is obviously delicious. good for the body and... Um, yeah, since last time when I was six, eight coffees a day, I've drastically changed my approach and Howdy. you must've scared me with the, um, <laughs> the drug stuff. So yeah. I'm down to one a day. Yeah. Um, I've got to choose very wisely when I consume my one coffee a day because, um, I'm coming off my coffee addiction yeah. and I had no coffee the day of a game, <laughs> um, on Friday night. <laughs> You'll be no shaky coffee. hands, Scotty. <laughs> I did have a mild headache going into the game with you? no coffee and, I've um, had a... Nice, long black when I got
0: to the ground and just soothed the soul a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon uh, your lovely wife, Alex, who's a star nutritionist, has been into you on that and told you to change your routine after listening to the podcast. Hey, uh, footy from the weekend, round one. uh, What's hot and what's not, mate? What did you like from the opening round of the season? Um, It was something that I knew was coming, but Jared Ruffhead's
1: return for Hawthorne. I think that was just a good thing. For Ruffy, first off, you know, he's obviously gone through what he went through and um, to get back doing something that he loves. And he's such a well-liked player in the game. And, stuff. you know, to see him run out there, lead the team out, to kick a goal, um, you know, it was just great to to see him back doing what he loves. And, you know, he's always got a smile on his face and having a bit of fun out there. So I was, you know, I really enjoyed seeing Ruffy back out Gibby there. Gippy boy. So you guys mates? Yeah, a good mate of mine. Yeah, yeah. through basketball. We, we knew each other through basketball. And he played a lot of footy with my older brother, Chris. So,
0: um, yeah, for me, it was really good to see um, Ruffy out there doing his thing. One of the absolute best blokes in the AFL, I reckon. Hey, you know what's hot for me? A tactic and. You tell me if I'm making this up or not. A nice loose man, the media. A loose most man. Most likely made up. We'll get that to, get to that in a second. Loose man off the back in the square. So flew to Adelaide uh, at the weekend. Saw them beat GWS. Jeez, the Giants. Was they didn't get ahead of themselves. We'll get to that in a second as well. But to Charlie Cameron, right? He's my boy. He has blinding speed coming off the back of the square. Uh, Travis at Va- centre
1: bounces. At centre bounces. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: good point. Travis Varco does the same for you guys. Yeah. Melbourne, I reckon, set the the trend on this last yeah. year with having two blokes burst off the back of the square. Jaden Hunt, is this the, the latest tactic in footy? How valuable, how uh, how helpful is it to have that man? Because on the weekend, Leon Cameron didn't man Charlie Cameron up for, I don't know, five to six minutes, and he wreaked havoc. Yeah,
1: um, yeah I think it's a tactic that sides are doing, but it's one that's easily combated. Why, well, just put a man um, on him? Or? Well, it's just called... What teams do, well, you know, there's six forwards, six mids, six backs. So they just call it a seventh. Mm-hmm. That's what most sides do. They send a seventh off the back. Mm. He either runs through and goes all the way through and plays as a forward, yeah, or he runs. Forward. Or yeah. a centre bounce player then spits forward. So it's, you know, in a game, if, you know, this weekend, if I seen, say, for example, Trent Cochin starting off the back of the square and um, Rioli was in at the centre bounce, it's very easy to identify yeah. that Rioli's going to spit forward, Cochin's coming in as a mid. Yeah. Um, it's usually a tactic used to drag. A high, a high forward in, so Cochin runs in, yeah. so Jared Blair follows him, they get a drop-off. If we win a to kick, kick, they get they get that mark. So outnumber, but there's also tactics to counter that. So I think sides, as you said, I think more sides are going to do it, but mm. more sides will get tricky with their wingers and how they expose
0: them going the other way. I'm head of the curve. aren't oh, no, I, Scotty, I picked it uh, out. You are. Well, I did
1: hear a media commentator on the weekend say something about one of the key position players should play like an old centre-half forward. He has not been watching the modern game if you think you can play like an old player. <laughs> yeah. He's got to play two sides
0: of the ball these days. And yep. yeah, I nearly fell off my chair when I heard that. Tommy Hawkins probably the uh, old school full forward, and he looks to have lost a heck of a lot of weight, five or six kilos at least. So he's certainly up with the modern games. Hey, uh, what's not, Scotty? What are you off in footy?
1: Um, well, I think what's off in general is tagging. I don't think mm. on the weekend. I think the sides are backing their midfielders to get it done as a collective, mm-hmm. you know, Collingwood midfielder, midfielders will beat the Western Bulldogs team as a collective. They're not going to worry about one player here or there. And I think we've seen that Thursday night with Dustin Martin. I think a lot of people probably thought, why isn't someone going to, to Dustin? And, um, you know, but then Carlton on the other, could have closed him down. They, they a could have. Bit more. They could have. But on the same hand, you know, Mark Murphy got off the chain for Carlton. So sides are happy to, to back in their talent in the midfield to go head to head against sides and uh, and see how you go. So I think the only game I did see it in was the Geelong. Um, Fremantle game And that was Blitzavs Going to five, But yep. only at stoppage Just trying to Corral him at stoppage Because that's the Ruck dominance of Sanderland So that's the only Time I've seen it
0: Yeah so I guess I mean I don't know, how, might not be able To get into specifics Here so Dusty He kicks four goals Could have had six Goals at the weekend You're saying that It'd be unlikely That you try and tag him With a single player Like Jack Crisp But rather you just Play six v six Midfielders Yeah I
1: think that's That's the way we Certainly play our Football you know On the weekend we Didn't send anyone To Pelly. We yep. just went Let's go head to head See how we go. Obviously, every midfielder these days runs hard both ways. And if you're a midfielder who doesn't do that, you'll get exposed. And sides will you know, use that as a tactic. So if we're playing someone who we don't think runs hard defensively, we'll try and play through their man going back the other way. You know what's uh, not hot for me? In fact, it's ice cold. It's the Giants. Tell me this, Scott. So we've
0: been pumping well, it's only the
1: Giants because the media has pumped them up so much declaring that they've got to win seven flags in a row. Well, Internally, they wouldn't be thinking that. Well, I saw them play at the weekend... Someone, Someone said on the weekend. Mm. Wayne Carey said on the weekend yes. that I like it when you fire up. that, Carlton would have smashed GWS. Yeah, and that's so incorrect because Why? they played Adelaide, who were top what five side last year. But GWS weren't off you massively, oh. massively. They had thirty-five
0: won. tackles till three-quarter time. He told me they came up with the but right, but right they, mindset. They, they so ran one way. They've
1: lost one game for the year. They're on zero points, and Adelaide are on four points. Mm. And Internally, they'll be disappointed. They would have built that up massively to to perform in round one. Mm. They don't think about what happened last year. That's gone. They were kicked away from a granny. They got absolutely smacked by the bulldogs in that prelim. The only thing that didn't say they got smacked was the scoreline. Mm. It was like 20-something inside 50s to about six in the first quarter. Games should have been done and dusted in, at
0: quarter time in that prelim. Mate, they had no intensity at the weekend, GWS. So I think these – can you tell me? Did, but it's the media, who, media kids, who's pumped them mate, up so These much? young kids, but do they believe it? Do, they, do you drink your they don't own – in footy, do you drink your get own don't the paper water? up there, mate. The paper's not up there mm, in Sydney. They don't y- read it. yappy huh? GWS boys. Um, Adelaide how good were Adelaide not one person mentioned that it makes disrespectful me disrespectful to Adelaide it makes me think Scott that i wonder it make that performance makes me question how the gws boys rocked up at the uh, after their after the off season where they had a really good off season where they switched on did they do all the right things or did they come back and were they a bit lazy in the off season when i see that game of the weekend i wonder whether they'd been switched on for the past 6 months later, whether they did the right things in the off season but yeah. i guess we'll see they'll be fired but up the, uh, but
1: no one went after sydney They got beaten by Port Adelaide, and that was never supposed to happen. And it was a wet game, and they lost by, what, 30 Mm, points? A
0: fair point, yeah. No one went after Sydney. Well, I think the GWS attitude, being such a young side, will be something that's under the microscope all uh, all year. And your mate Daisy Thomas, is he not under fire? We'll move on in a second. But after a pretty poor opening game... Uh, by, we know he's by, on he, by Carlton or by Daisy. By Daisy. By Daisy. By Daisy. I thought Daisy was solid when I watched. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. When you when you're on really big money, you attract a high level of criticism. Now, yeah, if that's he has fair. a poor game in round two, the big story next week will be his selection or not. Whether Carlton yeah. are going to drop him because he needs a number of games to. to um, uh, to trigger a contract for next year. So he certainly will be a big focus. And he was interviewed, I think, was it Footy Classified on Channel 9? Uh, uh, he seemed a bit flat to me. and didn't seem like he was uh, totally loving the whole situation. But we'll move on. Hey, are sledging, Scotty. There was a situation to create yesterday. It's blown up in the media today, you would say, over the past 24 <laughs> hours, where uh, the, the Australian wicketkeeper, Matty Wade, Matty we- Matty got a bit chippy. That's Jeremy Howe's cousin. You know that? It is. Yeah, Matty Wade, yep. Jeremy. I'll find um, out. I'll forget the scoop. You get next episode. Well, I I was listening, right? And the the, um, production team left the uh, stump cam or stump mic open, and you could hear what he's saying. He was basically getting into Ravindra Jadeja. For his selfies, right? Who? <laughs> Jadeja, Ravinda Jadeja, into, well into him about his selfies, right? So if you go to the Indian Spinner's uh, Instagram page, it's a whole lot of selfies of himself, right? Check out my new sunnies, my new haircut, my new <laughs> jeans, etc. just wall-to-wall selfies. So Matty Wade gets into him about that. Um, you know, and and the umpire tells him to calm down. He's like, Don't worry, you know, we'll take we'll take a selfie out of the game, we'll put it on Instagram, uh blah, blah, blah. And it's become a big issue in the past twenty-four hours. Michael Jordan was the absolute king of the sledge or the trash talk in the basketball world, which you would know. Does it still happen on the footy field, mate? It doesn't. It's stopped. Um I reckon if you're sledging now, it's at center
1: bounce when something's already happened, you've got time to sledge. But once that ball's up, if you're sledging, you're literally out of the game because really? you're either in it you're in a fight or something like that where you giving each other lip but mm. it's too way You're too quick now yeah it's way too quick now when I first started there was heaps and heaps of sledging I remember we are talking about it just before we were doing a bit of recovery about Swanee Barry Hall and Jonathan Brown and guys like that yep. if you ever drop back as a midfielder in the hole you'd just hear Barry Hall oi you stand in there, you're dead. <laughs> and Jonathan Brown would yell out, oh, there's a bit of fresh meat back here and <laughs> we've got a live kill boys. And um, Yeah, it's and it's like an 18... It not, oh, it's an 18 and 19-year-old. You're absolutely yeah. shitting yourself <laughs> yeah. when you're going back there. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm and I remember Barry Hall. I'm Barry Hall. When he yelled at me, I was like... This is like my dad yelling at me. Like, it's <laughs> so scary. His voice was so deep. <laughs> um, but yeah, now there's no offense to the forwards now but there's no one as intimidating yep. as barry hall like the games everyone sort of slimmed down a bit more it's a bit more mobile and athletic compared to yeah st- turn around and 105 kilos barry hall yeah temperament issues yeah <laughs> standing at full forward so
0: and so did you enjoy that side of the game when it was alive and well did you get yeah i thought it was it? funny it yeah. didn't ever have an
1: effect when i got sledged or you know when i've been tagged you know ryan crowley for one when he tagged he used to try and what I thought saying? his tactics were—he would try and talk about weird things like the weather or no. um, oh. the boots or your tan or, or try and have a genuine yeah, so chat you try with and have you. a gen- oh, geez, you look like you've bulked up in the off season and really? just things like that. I thought he tried to do that to throw you off your game. And what did you say uh, to that? Oh, I didn't speak to him. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. He's a nice guy, Kraus.
1: Yeah, he's a great yeah. guy off the field. Um, on the field, not so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think sledging's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, and even
0: does anyone still do it now? Uh, not that I know of. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I saw you and Dusty have a bit of a chat a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, it would have been last year. Last year, was it? We wouldn't have been playing. We would have been wrestling or something. Oh, so no, you're running back to the centre square. Yeah,
1: so something around then. But that's the yep. only time you can have a chat. Who was the so, best Collingwood Sledger? Oh, Swanee was by a mile. What was like – no, I wouldn't say. But he used you're to – com- no, well, he used to commentate what was going to happen. Really? So he used to tell guys – or i would run to him And you would be like You're kidding Sure, they haven't sent you to me <laughs> yeah. Like you're too slow I'm going to have 40 I'm going to kick 4 yeah. You get to a forward stoppage And he's like I'll push you under I'm going to get this out of the back I'll kick a goal on you And he happens. does it And then you would yeah. Just look at him Give him a wink And I, I miss that Because Swanee was such a character Out on the ground as
0: well And you so funny You would laugh on the ground
1: Oh absolutely
0: You'd laugh It was hilarious <laughs> How could you not Um, I think Wayne Carey and I think Dane Swan also used to – didn't they used to ask the trainers, like, who's this – if a young kid went to him, you know, who's this? I don't even know who you you are. Yeah, the trainers, yeah. Can you check the record for 43 (laughs) from (laughs) Carlton, for example? Can you tell me his name? Oh, Um, I find that uh, so funny. And you played your mate Travis Cloak on the weekend. You said there might be a little bit of banter. Was there any of that uh, with with Cloak? And what was your take on his uh, performance?
1: Um, No, there was definitely no banter. No chance. Um, he was out there nice and early on the ground when we went out there. So, a few of us boys went over and said, Well done, oh, and had a good a, chat with him. And, yeah, um, yeah, you look nice you know, and cozy. Yeah, well, it's, it's a good mate of ours. But then once the ball goes up, you, you're into it. And I thought, yeah, I thought Cloaky was solid for the Bulldogs. And, um, you know, something that I did find very funny, Hang though. second, solid. Wasn't he better than solid? I thought he was solid. What he kicked a goal and had 14 possessions, I think, took six marks. And what I did find funny, though, yeah. is in his return game last year for Collingwood. He, He kicked one point Had 14 touches Six marks On the weekend One goal 14 touches Six marks Sounds the same The headlines Yeah When he come back For Collingwood Against the Bulldog The headline was Cloak doesn't fire again In his AFL return Right on the weekend, the headline, old dog, new <laughs> tricks, helps drag the dogs over the line.
0: What are you saying? There's a bit of inconsistency What's well, it's just there. like saying
1: you score 20 points in a basketball game two weeks in a row. and one week, you're the worst player
0: in the world. The next week, you're the best player in the world. Well, at least he did hit the scoreboard oh, on this occasion. He set a couple up. Um, you know, his he's, uh, conversion on goal has been an issue in the past. Oh, uh, you can't, uh, you can't but hide you gotta, that. Yeah, but can't. The, It's just sensationalism, isn't it? Well, I don't think now for whatever reason at the Bulldogs, there's not going to be. I don't know. They just did seem a bit of edginess about him at Collingwood last year, and whether it's real or imagined, I'm not sure. Imagined by the media, yeah, created by the media. Yeah, well, you you would know. You're on you're on the uh, the inside. But the the theatre of his first goal, because he has been. A little bit uh, askew with his goal-kicking in the past. But when he lines up from 50, or the Collingwood crew, boo, and he nails it, I actually you can thought see would, the relief. I thought he would kick that too. Why? Well, he was outside 50, and that's, yeah. he's
1: a good shot from outside there. It's mm. When he's inside 30, that's probably his he, area to work on. Looks, but yeah, he looks he, leaner. Yeah. Um, oh, do you reckon I don't? I reckon he just he looks the same. He's a, he's a big unit, and he can run all day. Mm. Um, looks like yeah, but I, I thought he was solid out there. I thought him and Reedy had a pretty good battle. Um, yep. Jeremy. It's Howell actually funny excellent. After the game Reedy goes Who was wearing Grippo For the Bulldogs And cloaky is notorious For putting a whole tub Of Grippo on his jumper oh, And Reedy did not realise After training on him For ten years That Cloakie's done that For <laughs> ten years
0: straight He still didn't know That it was Cloakie Come though. on Reedy no I did idea. think Jeremy Howe Was outstanding yeah. Sensational He's a smoky For all Australian uh, Halfback line, I reckon um, Just has gone early Can round we wide. get him Maybe we should get him In for a chat At some point now. Hey um. <laughs> What about your man um, Adam Trelaw? Now um, him and uh, Matthew Allen, I think, do a a, a little podcast. Matthew uh, Allen, the Carlton great, the ruckman. Well, oh, Mark, Mark, Mark Allen, Mark Allen, yeah. sorry, yeah. Mark, um, do a, um, do that other podcast. What's it called? Sports Glory or, or yeah. something like that. Now I understand that your man Adzie he, is got a little bit shitty. That we're doing this as well, is he? We, he yeah, seems he a bit. Be, yeah, he, has he got a bit sensitive. Other day, he
1: said you guys, why are you doing a podcast for? You do a serious one. We do the good one. Oh. I don't know. And I just said, well, why don't we do something for both our podcasts? We'll film like a bit of a challenge and we'll release yeah. it. Yeah. So we'll do it, We're going to do a uh, free throw challenge in basketball. Well, he fancies
0: himself as a bit of a. I seen he him. Did, he did. He did. And I actually, for the first okay time today, stuff. I yeah. went out and watched him shoot. Yeah. Hopeless. And he's
1: got the worst shooting. He yeah. headbutts the ball before he yeah. releases it. Yeah. So he brings it back. And it actually hits him on the forehead. So <laughs> we're having a shot today. And he had this big red mark on his forehead. Yep. So we're going to have a, a three-throw challenge next week. And, a free-throw challenge. the right. loser will be up for something.
0: Yeah, let's so have a we, we
1: So We don't know what it is yet, but mm-hmm. the loser will be doing something for the opposition podcast. Let's not make it have one of those orange drinks. Yeah, um, yeah you um, should get the listeners. Listeners at well, hashtag jockandjourno. Oh,
0: what should we do? Tweet in some the ideas loser. of yep. what the loser has to do. Good idea. Now, um, I've seen you play basketball, Scottie. You're in the under sh- Australian under nineteen squad or something like that um, around about a time. Now, maybe you need to do it like to make it even. Like maybe you should be blindfolded because you you probably hit nine out of ten free throws, and he'd get what three out of ten or what's your form line for? So maybe well, you should have to do it blindfolded. I'll do. I've seen we'll, we'll you hit. Th- we'll, I've seen you hit
1: three pointers blindfolded. We'll we'll do with when people send in the challenge to yep. Jock and Jerno. Yep.
0: We'll have a look and then we'll assess. Yep. And then we'll okay. give a full explanation of what's going to happen. yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this bloody sporting <laughs> the law. Hey, the umpiring um, at the weekend. How good was it? I thought it was very good. So yeah. I thought the, the thing that I
1: reckon the public need to understand, and I reckon they do, is that the umpires get told the rules. They don't have a say in the rules. Mm-hmm. And how quickly they interpreted head highs, which is one of the hardest
0: ones to pick up, which is the ducking and the shrugging. Yeah,
1: the ducking and the shrugging. But. It's been such a, like, they've picked that up so quickly and it looks, I reckon the game on the weekend is yeah. as good as you've seen it. High yeah. scoring. No it's a good rule, isn't no, it? Because yeah, they, no silly they, free kicks, yeah. no...
0: The Lindsay Thomas ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I like, players knew how to do it. Like, I knew how to, if I got in 450, and I had nothing, I could yeah. draw a high free kick because it's pretty I just simple. exploit, yeah, you just drop your knees, you know, throw their arm up, whatever you need to do. that good for the game or not? No, it wasn't good for the game and, and players exploited it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing that's still a little bit tricky and I've heard this week with the umpiring is about the third up and about getting Ruckman to clearly nominate. Messy. They're going to have to be really careful with that because tactically what I think sides will do is get two players to nominate. Once two players have nominated, that slows the game down. So, for example, us on the weekend, the Ruckman could be like, you know, nominate your Ruckman. Me and Brody both put a hand up. Yeah. And then the umpire has to go, well, which one is it? Only one can go up. Confusion. We de- we deliberately do that every time and it buys us five seconds to set up. Oh. So the umpires – That's should, interesting. The umpires, I reckon, should have the power to go, it's Grundy, Boyd, up you go. Use two of the designated Ruckman here, up you go.
0: What? A, what, what about – that's very interesting what you said then. But what about um, no one nominates? Like, why don't why don't they just? Um, well, it it's going it, to be another. That would be another tactic. No one nominates, and the umpire has to go. Who's nominating? But why do you have to nominate? Why don't you just go? Just say it's Grundy versus um, Boyd, right? And and why don't you just penalise the other person who flies could, in third? Yeah, man? Oh, I think you could do that. Like absolutely, do you, what why do, you, do you need to nominate?
1: nominate well, what, no? So, but then the argument is could be. What happens if Brody doesn't jump and I jump and it's me
0: versus Boyd? Well, you're you are clearly say. the third man though. If if, but if no, a but ruckman not t- t- compete, but if Ru- if a ruckman is taking their position in there in the yeah. first place, like yeah. I think that's yeah, just, that's right. Yeah, I think the umpires should have the
1: ability to be able to go. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Grundy Boyd just yeah. point used to her up. Yeah. bang. and if someone else jumps, yeah, just pick the tallest kick. player. Yeah, or just or pick the
0: two bigs, the obvious one. So the yeah. stalling tactic is interest. So is that already happening? You think
1: you you guys will come in if the umpires are
0: really hell bent on getting. Two designated ruckmen. But otherwise, big deal. T- what about the um, you know, the deliberate out-of-bounds? There was one on Sunday. We had one in our game with Jackson Ramsey
1: where he actually kept the ball in play. Oh, yeah. And when he was under pressure. Yeah, yeah, and he's under pressure, but he didn't go over because he thought he would have got pinged. Yep. And I know it happened to us, so we didn't like bit. it. But it is a good look for the game because Ram is trying to create something. Like imagine if yeah. he got out of that bit of traffic, yep. handballed and away we went, and we scored down the other end. Yep. How good does that look for the game? So I think...
0: They've done an incredible job in round one um, and then now over to round two. I sort of thought that at the weekend you blew it a little bit, Scotty, not just you but the whole team because when you're two goals seven, you had so much midfield supply, you did get the opportunities inside 50 but there were just some costly turnovers which hurt you. Is that a fair assessment, how you guys treated it?
1: Absolutely. I think one of the the things we spoke about was our our ball use going inside 50. Mm -hmm. We just – that last kick inside, we probably went for too much. We tried to be too cute and – Against one of the best defense mm. in the leagues in, in the Bulldogs, they they, they cut that off very quickly. They all get back so hard to support their six defenders, all their mids, their forwards get back really well. Yep. So we we're just a little bit too cute. But I thought in general, for majority of the of the night, we had large control of where the game was played. So yep. obviously played now forward half, you know, sixty two in size to forty four. You know, if we can replicate those numbers every week, you should win most weeks with that. You would yeah. give yourself a, a good chance to be in games. So, yep. but the challenge for us is you know that that game was um really high standard game and it's a game that the bulldogs condition themselves to play well in every week and that's yeah. that was finals like footy for the bulldogs that's just how they played their finals last year well they played a lot better than that in finals last year to be to be really honest but For us, that's how we want to play our footy, and the challenge is is to make it that sort of game again on Thursday night.
0: And they did hurt you on the rebound, Jason Johansson and Bob Murphy. They're very good at that. Lockie Hunter doesn't miss uh, too often. Hey, some big news in the NBA um, today. Cleveland, Kawhi Leonard, the Spurs. Yeah, absolutely
1: flogged Cleveland. Cleveland, did you see LeBron James go down? He got like a that. tiny little elbow in the back, oh, in between oh, his shoulder blades. Oh, went King. down like a sack. He's a man that's quoted as saying he could play NFL if he wanted. He, he would not even be allowed to be touched in the NFL if he, he carries on a a like this. Softy. He's soft as butter. Oh. Absolutely soft. Oh, I thought
0: you were a LeBron man. No, I'm
1: a, I'm a Kawhi Leonard man. Wow. Um, he went down LeBron like a LeBron James
0: is soft as
1: butter. That was so soft today. If anyone sees the vision, they'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. Treat, you treat, treat yourself and have a look. Here's, here's the... He's the most important player in the league. Mm-hmm. Like his side has the best chance of winning the title every year. So he's a gun, but he's not, like, that's not toughness. That's just weak as water. Okay. I um, like it. But Kawhi Leonard today, they won by 30. Now, Cleveland have been top of the East all season long. Mm-hmm. Boston win their next game. They move to one. Ooh. So they take the one seed. That's home, home court advantage with nine games to go. And they'll just, get it. I think Boston will get the one seed. Cleveland the two seed. Washington, the three seed. So you're saying Cleveland can't win it. They lose by 30 points today. You're saying... I don't think they'll win it. No. Who it's will? Gonna, it's going to be Spurs or Golden
0: State. Mm. I don't. I actually don't think Cleveland will get out the east. I think Boston will come out the east. They've got, they got the big three. They've got Kyrie Irving. They've got LeBron James. They've got Kevin Love. So what's missing? What's the issue? Um, Are they playing as a team? They can't defend. Since the All-Star
1: break, they're like the second worst defensive side in the today. east. So... Their defense has been really, really bad, and that was their that was their key to winning the championship last year. They locked Golden State down, and their defense has been deplorable since All Star Games. So they need to fix that quick, smart, which I think they will, because they're an experienced side. Of playoffs, you get a look, good look at sides, but they need to address that ASAP.
0: Um, and the point guards are doing their thing at the moment as well. Harden, Westbrook, uh, Irving, uh, Isaiah Thomas at Boston also might be one of the most underrated uh, players in the league. Um, have you got a, a sort of latest update on the MVP or... Yeah, Kawhi Leonard still.
1: They're, I think they're, what are they now, one or two games behind Golden State. He's played majority of the games. As I said last time, he plays on the best play every week. Yep. Defensively, efficient. carries the load offensively, efficient. There is none better. Mm. Well, this is a big the call. LeBron
0: James is soft as butter, and Cleveland cannot win another NBA title. I like. Uh, I like these big calls, Scotty. Hey, uh, before we wrap up, um, your predictions for round two. So, looking ahead to uh, the next round, what's what? Uh, well, what have you got in
1: store? To I'm looking call? at the grand final rematch yep. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs v Sydney. Yep, I'm tipping the dogs again by a similar margin. So Sydney will go zero and two. S- yes, they'll go zero and two, but. Bob Murphy will be the difference. Why? I think Johannesson will get locked away. I think they'll put time and effort into him. Yep. Last week against us, Bob played forward, wing, back. Um, Mm. More versatile. Yeah, and I just think he'll get off the chain and um, Bulldogs,
0: what did they win by last year? 21? Mm Mm-hmm. We'll go with 21 again. Oh, Sydney goes 0-2. and two. <coughs> Hey, my prediction, uh, I just want to have a quick look at Melbourne, the team you support as a uh, kid. Now, last year they won round one against GWS by a couple of points, and then they came out against Essendon in round two and absolutely stank it up. You remember Essendon, with all the suspended players, uh, gone a very young team, absolutely hammered the demons. Now, this week they've got Carlton and Daisy Thomas, who we talked about um, before. I reckon if I'm Coach Simon Goodwin, I'd just be reminding the boys that, hey, guess what, uh, fellas? A year ago, we totally blew it, and we've got to take a much better attitude into the Blues because Melbourne, if they win this week and win two ga- straight games, it be the first time in 12 years, Scotty, that they would have notched uh, consecutive victories to start the season. Now, from a coaching perspective, do those sort of needles still work, those yeah, little motiva- motivational a, jabs? I was going to say, I think you should be a coach. I think that's Maybe think should,
1: mate. Very good reminder for yes. the Melbourne boys. see? Uh they'll, they'll all know it, but it's also a good
0: reminder of what can happen when you don't turn up to play footy. So. Like Which is it. what happened to the Giants, What we Went back to our, uh, our conversation before. Hey, um, lastly before we go, footwear. I know the boys are all into the boots. Um, you're a Puma man. They look magnificent. But do you always wear... Molds? Do you go the screw ins? Always what molds. What does the coaches choose? What talk us about always, your selection. Always molds. Um, and
1: if it rains, I'll just wear molds anyway. But it's Why? always funny. Every time it rains, yeah. the coach always says <laughs> "Mix said it, Buck said it. It's yeah. like make sure you've got the appropriate footwear on today <laughs> and if you slip over I'll come for you. If you slip over and you're wearing molds mm. Yeah, exactly right. I'll I'll seek you out at half time. <laughs> so um yeah. And so why do you really, wear moulds? If it's wet, why well, do you moulds? Well, just wear molds? because…
0: screws are the longer stops. They're
1: longer stops. grip? Yeah, but they're also harder on your feet. So if your feet are conditioned to moulds all year and you put screws on, yeah. you'll have really, really sore feet in certain spots mm-hmm. um, and you don't want to mess with your feet. So our podiatrist reckons it's, it's okay to wear moulds all year and play in those and I don't find it. I'm not fast enough to slip over anyway, so <laughs> I'm fine, but… Um, yeah, I wear moulds, but as I said, the coach does come looking for you if you slip over too much, so, and they always question your boots. What does, footwear do you guys wear today? Does it get a bit annoying? Um, <laughs> yeah, I just sort of tune out. It's white noise when I hear that.
0: <laughs> what about uh, – who does wear screw-ins? Anyone? Um, Still
1: a bit old school? Oh, I don't think so. I think screw-ins are gone, so – but it's supposed to be wet on – the Thursday night when we play with the Tigers, yep. so – no doubt, I'll hear
0: bucks. So make sure you've got the <laughs> yeah. appropriate footwear on. And um, players who wear the brightly coloured boots—we're we talking about sledging before. Do you ever—is that ever an issue on the field? No, Mark? I know. I think if the you wear black boys,
1: black boots are like almost the new Larry boots. So if you wear black boots, you cop it. But. <laughs> Black is the new play No one's going to give it to you for wearing green or yellow (laughs) or red boots Well you've got a
0: 250th game coming up later in the season I'm told by little birdie that something special is in store So we look forward to it. signature boot for your 250th Very interesting mate I will tell you what, people. If you could see this disgusting-looking orange drink Scotty's drinking at the moment, it's got carrot, it's got orange, it's it's got turmeric for the day. It's absolutely. uh, But the no coffee routine has certainly fired you up for a couple of big calls today. Adam Trulaw, I know you'd be listening. We're coming for you on the basketball court, mate. You better keep practicing. Thanks so much um, uh, for listening to the Jock and Juno Show. Send in your feedback. If what what should the loser of this bet do? I'm not sure. uh, Dress up in girls' clothes and mow a bit of the lawn on Olympic Park, or I'm not sure. Something a bit better than that. But thanks for listening, uh, people. We'll catch you next time on the Jock and Geno Show. Thanks, guys.